I wish to cover several insights from our readings today and also readings for tomorrow. As you know, tomorrow is the feast of St. John Lateran, so we have special readings for the feast. But tomorrow, the readings which would have fallen if there was no feast on November 9th, I'd like to cover them as well because they have provide some wonderful insights for us because otherwise we will not read them until two years from now. So, so you see how the Lord does. We have to kind of cover many of the things. But today from St. Paul, very simple. Oh, no, oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another. Or as the old English translation would say, oh, no debt to anyone except the debt of love. And then St. Paul continues, for one who loves, loves one another has fulfilled the law. So that he may be understood clearly, he says, when you look at the Old Commandments, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other commandments they, are, they may be are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no evil to the neighbor, hence love is the fulfillment of, 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 of the law. If we were to look at, you know, the, the statements, St. Paul does not say that we should eliminate the Ten Commandments. He does not say that. Sometimes if you say, well, love one another, what does it mean to love? So what he's doing is saying, okay, let's unpack the Old Testament and put it back again. Because Jesus says, this was, St. Paul did not receive it from himself. He received this teaching from the Lord. And so we have to kind of use the same type of expressions. One, what does it mean to love? Well, follow the commandments. This is what Jesus said, and St. Paul repeats after Jesus the same way. Because when we say the word love, it, yes, it encompasses all. But then for people who are not fully mature in their faith, they may say, oh yeah, I care for someone. But do I call them? Do I try to help them, assist them? Do I just kind of leave them alone? You have to remember what that love means when we have the, uh, in uh, St. Saint, uh, Saint Matthew's Gospel, chapter 20, 25, where we have the last judgment. What does, it love, what does it mean to love? What does it mean to follow the commandments? Well, give, uh, give food to the hungry, you know, water to the thirsty, and, and then we continue. They will visit the prisoners, visit the sick, take care of one another. And, and this is what love means. It is by love we shall be judged at the end of, of our life. God will judge us by the love that he gave us and by that love that he, that we were able to exercise, the way we were able to live it out. And that's, the, that's, the, that's basically the commandments. But you know, you see here, here it is. You see, the wisdom of God is that the Lord wants us to be fully mature, to, be, to truly understand. St. John, the evangelist would say, if you say you love the Lord, but hate your neighbor, then you're a liar. That's the great emphasis of, of St. Paul's letter to the Romans. 
is that, you know, not only the Old Testament is not removed by commandment of love, but it's actually fulfilled. So that's why St. Paul can, can, can affirm towards the end, he says, the love does no wrong to a neighbor. When we act out of genuine love, we do not cause harm or injury to others. Love becomes the guiding principle that governs our actions and decisions, ensuring that we treat others with kindness, compassion, care. So this is, that's what St. Paul says, is not just the emotion, which is a decision to care, emotion. Emotion is easy, because when we feel like loving, being, being kind to others, the well is great. But when we don't feel like being loving or kind to others, do we have permission to do something else, anything else? Obviously not. So it's not just a mere sentiment, but it's actually manifested in the Ten Commandments, in the Code of Holiness of the Old Testament, take care of the strangers, take care of widows, take care of orphans, follow the Ten Commandments, but also follow the commandment of, of, of genuine care. We all know this, but it's a good reminder for us. Now, the gospel kind of challenging us because it speaks of the cost of discipleship. What does it mean to be a follower of Christ? What does it mean? Yes, we have to love. That's very true. But the Lord continues and says even further, what, what does it mean to love? Well, having no attachments to things, renouncing our possessions for the sake of the gospel, not for the sake of some ideal, but for the sake of, of the gospel itself. You know, uh, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers, sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Does the Lord wants us to reject people? No. The commandment of love says no. But that means placing someone else as of higher value than God and his ways and his commandments. You know, how many people have entered religious life or priesthood by not exactly being helped by their parents? You know, we, 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 we talked we talk just briefly um, you know, uh, a couple of days ago, you know, uh, St. John, uh, St. Charles Borromeo, he had to secretly, um, secretly become priest because his family was so opposed to it. They wanted to have him a great patriarch of the family, intelligent, smart, huge, huge abilities. So they didn't want him. How many of those who have entered different type of service or even get, got married because they love someone and parents were not exactly happy. It happens, it happens. Which means is that people are to choose, choose something greater, especially choose, choose the Lord, even if it costs a lot. Unless you choose God first. Remember Israel was the, was the profound quote, God, is the only God, the true God. You shall not have other gods be besides me. No idols, no idols, no idol worship, no matter what it is. Security, whatever it may be, anything that would be pulling us away from, from God. 
But then the second aspect of the, the great call to discipleship is, is to carry our own cross. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Once again, there's so many crosses in our life. You know, we may not have the best relationship within a family. We may not have the best uh, relationship at work, or we may not be able to do the things that we wish because of health reasons, whatever it may be. These are the crosses. Sometimes we cannot change them. We cannot, some things we cannot remove. We're not able to. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there shall be kingdom of God. Sometimes that's, we can only say, yes, we try hard, we try to overcome, but we may not be able to. And then we have to surrender. Surrender to God as part of our cross. Jesus carried that cross. We know what that cross meant. He didn't sin, and yet he carried the cross for us. And we were trying to make it as painful as possible for him. Um, and yet he chose to follow. In Gethsemane, he asked the Father to remove that cross from him. But the Father, uh, his Father's will was that we will be saved. He loved us so much that he suffered and he surrendered his own son so that we may have life. This is what sin is. When we look at the cross, we see what sin is. The cost of disciples, uh, discipleship for us is very clear. But if we look at Jesus, what was the cost of his being faithful to the Father? What was, his, what was his, uh, the cost? We know what happened. And, 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 uh, and, and yet he chose to do so out of love for us. This is the, the reason Jesus says to us, unless we turn, unless we just let go of, 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 of these possessions, unless you renounce your possessions, you cannot be my disciple, meaning unless you place material things higher than God, unless you place even sometimes people above God and God's ways, then we're not able to be, to be his disciples. And this is why he gave us those two examples, how to be prudent prudent, see what's possible, and, and, and choose wisely so that we may uh, acquire eternal life. Now, now tomorrow's readings, uh, which will not be read because, as I said, November 9th is the, the feast of the, uh, of, of the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the establishing of, of the and commemoration of the Basilica of St. John Lateran as being the, the mother church for all of us. But the Romans, which would have been yesterday, he says, we don't live for ourselves, but we live for, live for God. We have to. No one lives, for no one lives to himself, and no one, no one dies to himself. For if we love and if we live, we live for the Lord. We are Christ. We belong to Christ. We belong to him very powerful statement that all life that not only were we made through Jesus, through our Lord, through the Son of God, but we belong to him. For St. Paul says, As I no longer live, but, but Christ in me, Christ in me. Uh, I live no longer as I would wish, but I wish to follow God's ways. And why? It's because of eternity to be with God forever, to live with, his, with him in, in the world to come, 
And finally, the gospel of yes, tomorrow would also be, and Jesus speaks of, of um, you know, the great parable of, of the, um, the kingdom of God, the great parable of following the Lord. And then even if we get lost, God will always try to find us. You know, the parable of the, of the lost coin, the, the parable of the lost sheep. We are those that often kind of wander off from the Lord. Yes, we are to, to follow him, and yet many times we, we get lost. We think of something other than God more important, and then we get lost, but God will find us, just like you know, the good shepherd finds the sheep, just like the, 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 the woman who has lost the, the coins, and, and she searches the house until she finds one. And when she finds one, there's a great joy. You know, Jesus says that those who were found, those who were, have fallen off the path of the gospel, that there'll be a great rejoicing for those who come back. You know, I, I have to say that lately I have heard many, many wonderful witnesses of people who come to the shrine, people who have been away from the church, people who have been away from sacraments for a long time, people who have been away from, from, uh, from their family life, who have been estranged. I hear so many wonderful examples how God is touching them, how God is touching them by some have followed the, our live stream masses. Many have followed our, our, our various programs we have, especially Father Chris. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what they do is they, they're touched, they're touched. They have not been faithful prior to it. The pandemic itself kind of forced them to look into something else beyond that, especially with pandemic, which threatened them with life. People open their hearts to God. And it's just wonderful to hear the, the many witnesses of those who have really been far away from the Lord and away from, from the sacramental life. God is giving us these opportunities to listen to the, uh, to the word of God. I, I read a comment once and, and it was a Protestant sister who says, you know, I didn't realize that um, that Catholic Church has so much scripture because if you follow, if you read every day, if we have celebrate masses and we pray the, the prayers, you know, the, the breviary, you know, the morning prayer and evening prayer, <clears throat> it's filled with scripture. And so it was kind of surprising to hear because usually say, people say, well, Catholics don't read the Bible. It may be true that they don't read it at home as much as some Protestants do, but, but if we participate in the sacraments, if we participate at mass, at prayers, it's filled with scripture. And so I, I spend a little extra time here, not only speaking about the, the word of God addressed to us in the first reading and second reading, but also for tomorrow as the feast day will have a special reading. But what do we hear from these readings? The Lord loves us. He cares for us. He wants us to be men and women who understand his ways. He wants us to understand the charisma, meaning the, the, the proclamation of what is the essential element of our faith. It is God the Father who created us. God the Father who created this whole world, gave us freedom and we have sinned. 
But God did not abandon us. He sent his only son so that he must free us from rebellion, from pride, from, from rejection, indifference. And then not only is he wishes and desires us to be restored, but he elevates us into a higher level of being, higher level of being sons and daughters of God. This is the, 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 incredible, the incredible part of the charisma, God's plan for us. And not only that, but while here on earth, he'll come back again. And oh, this whole creation will come to an end as it is. And he'll, he'll take us to heaven. Obviously, those who wish and desire, those who call upon him, those who love him, those who follow his commandments, those who live the commandment of love, those who find joy in, in hearing his word, even if it's challenging, those who wish to continue on this journey following the Lord, taking up his cross, taking our own crosses and following him and placing no one else but him to be at the center of our life, center of our wisdom and center of all glory which we shall receive in the end time. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.